Bidzy Small Business Society, number 64. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today we are happy to be joined by Gary Leland, Gary's entrepreneurial journey started way back in 1979 with his first retail store. After nearly 20 years, he launched his first e-commerce site. Gary is also a podcasting pioneer. He produced his first podcast back in 2004, and his latest project, PodcastRepairman.com, is a full-service podcast creation and improvement company. Welcome, Gary. So glad you can join us. Can you tell us more first about yourself than about your business? Sure, sure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, I just like to. Uh, I just like to do stuff. You know, uh, some of it's successful, some of it's not. But uh, podcast repairman is my newest adventure. Uh, I think there's a real call and a need for it. A lot of people, for there's two main reasons. Some people don't want to learn technology behind creating a podcasting, editing it, distributing it. They just don't want to learn it. They just want to do the craft of recording. And some people have more money than they do time. And they, they don't want to learn that either. But for another reason, not because they want to concentrate on the art. They just want to not have another duty because they don't have the time. But they've got, their, their time is worth more than, that, than the, the fee we charge. You know, saying you're busy, Gary, would be a bit of an understatement. By my count, you've got 39 websites, 8 mobile apps, 6 podcasts, 8 video shows, 16 books, and 2 brick-and-mortar retail locations. Wow. What on earth keeps you motivated and excited? What gets you out of bed every morning, Gary? Well, I like to do stuff, and I like to make money. Every morning I wake up thinking, how am I going to make money today? I mean, to be honest with you, I know that sometimes only us entrepreneurs understand that. But, uh, you know, a lot of my stuff, I and I call it stuff because that's what it is, is just stuff I've done. And a lot of it, when I create stuff, is pretty much on cruise control. I mean, once you do a book, it's on cruise control. You don't have to do much more with it. You know, um, lots of my stuff is on uh, is on cruise control. Once I make it, like my stores, you know, I own the largest wallpaper store in Texas. I probably just go in there like once a week. You know, I have someone to run it for me. And the same thing in the softball store. I have uh, 
one of the first softball stores in the country and probably the largest one, maybe the largest one in the country. And I, I probably just mess with it uh, once in a while. You know, I have people in place. So uh, it's not like I'm, you know, I do probably work 14 hours a day, but I just like what I do. So it's not work. For me, that's kind of fun. You know, if you, if you like what you're doing, it's not really that bad of a deal to do it. It's not necessarily work, and it's good. I'm just hearing that uh, you have everything automated, which is what we're striving for as entrepreneurs, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, mine probably could be automated more. It's probably automated to the level that it's dependent on people a lot. Um, but, you know, I guess being 62, that's where my mental capacity is at, like thinking trail is. Gary, let's talk more about your latest project, which is Podcast Repairman. What is happening right now in the podcasting world that you see as an opportunity to use your podcasting experience to help others? Well, I think podcasting is really growing at a fantastic rate right now. Of course, it's been growing since 2004. And I think uh, a lot of people who've been podcasting forever are sick of hearing the term podcasting is back. We never knew it went anywhere. But right now it is on a great growth rate with a, a couple of top podcasts that have come out in the last few years. And a lot of people are wanting to use podcasting for marketing, you know, which is what I do with my podcast. Most of my podcast books, apps and everything market my websites and stores. And a lot of people want to do that, but they don't have the time to do it. They don't want to learn it, as I said earlier. And what we do is we come in, we set up their whole podcast for them. We set up their Libsyn account, their iTunes account, they just actually, and we even teach them, they actually record their audio file and email it to us, and they're done. That's it. They do nothing else. We edit it. We produce the podcast for them. We throw in any commercials needed, intros we make, outros we make, the artwork we make, and then we upload that to their um, hosting site, which from there, you know, it'll go to Stitcher, Libsyn, and everywhere, and we even put the feed in there blog if they have one we'll go to their blog and set the feed we don't do the show notes at this time but we'll even put it in there so basically we handle full turnkey from start to finish podcasting service with everything except actually doing the talking which i guess we could do that for a fee so gary you're really creating that automation for for all podcasters now many of the tools and much of the knowledge is out there but Take us back, way back to 2004. What were some of the biggest challenges that you faced when first getting started into podcasting? Well, the biggest challenge was having people see your podcast. You know, there wasn't iTunes wasn't around. So we had to build, uh, in our case, we built a podcast directory. You know, uh, we built Podcast Pickle in 2006. Podcast Pickle, that was the name of the website. We built that in 2000, started on 2004. And by 2006, it was in Time Magazine's 50 Coolest Websites. Uh, in their listing. So that was a big challenge is, was finding podcasts. So like I said, we took care of that by building a podcast directory and we did real well with the podcast directory until iTunes kind of killed the need for it, but it still was busy uh, because of the forums were so active, you know, uh, our Alexa rating, which I know Alexa ratings aren't really perfect, but they do give you an indication. We were under 5,000, you know, on our Alexa rating. So, I mean, According to Alexa, we were one of the top 5,000 busiest websites in the world, you know, which I know we weren't, but according to them, we were. So it was a busy site. Then when Twitter came along, the first people who went to Twitter were all techies, and most of those were people from our forum. So it slowly died. But at the time, it was cooking. We had a lot of advertisers, a lot of people there. It was a cooking site. 
So you've enjoyed some success with podcasting. Obviously, you've enjoyed success in both brick and mortar retail and online retail. Gary, what does that success really look like to you? What are the rewards that you take away from entrepreneurship? Well, you know, I don't, uh, I'm a better chief than I am an Indian. You know, I, I don't work well with, uh, for people if I don't think they have good knowledge of what they're doing. And I don't think most people do that I've worked for in my life. So I guess that's why I went into business for myself. You know, uh, I just, I, I just always think I'm the smartest person in the room, even though I'm not <laughs> half the time, but I just think I am. And I real I realize I just think I am, but, uh, you know, that's the biggest thing is not having someone tell me what to do or tell me when I can take off. That's what I really enjoy most about it. I think if you really sit down, you know, at night when I go home and get on my laptop and I'm working on building a website or doing it, it's mine. So it's fun to do, as I said earlier, where if I was doing it for someone else, I probably wouldn't even check my email if it was someone else's, I would think. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't have the, the desire or the drive. Most of my people are starting, friends are starting to retire. And they go, when you retire, Gary, gosh, I don't really know that I'm ever going to retire. I mean, that doesn't enter my mind. I mean, I, I just don't think that way. And you don't think that way if uh, it's your baby. You don't say, okay, I'm 65. I'm 62 now. I guess I can get Social Security in three more years. But I don't think about, gosh, I can quit work in three more years. I don't know what you do. I mean, you know. I mean, I can travel now if I want to travel, you know, and I, I do travel, but I don't need to take off and not work at all to do that. And uh, so, yeah. I say the biggest thing is is being in charge of your own destiny. I think some people can't be in charge of their own destiny. You know, they don't have the confidence or they don't want to put in the time. Because let's face it, if you have your own business, you're not working eight hours a day. I mean, there's no way you're working eight hours a day. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like having a kid. Okay, yeah, you do all this stuff with a kid, and then you go out at night, and you go to their baseball game, and you go to their school function, and it's like more than eight hours a day when you have a kid, you know, all weekend you're out at their events and stuff. And that's the way having a business is. It's like having a kid, you know, you got to do a lot of extracurricular stuff. If you want it to be successful, you can't just sit back and go, oh, it's five o'clock time to go home. <laughs> go, okay. It's eight o'clock time to start work. You know, I try to have my inbox emptied my Facebook messages. Cause I'm big on Facebook all done and answered all that stuff out of the way. So I got zero on my start list when I get to work you know, at eight o'clock, I want all that stuff done. So I spent an hour and a half just sitting there doing that stuff where I get to work. Where if I got to work and was working by the hour, I'm sure I'd just wait till I got to work. <laughs> so Gary, with so much experience and so many different funnels, a lot of your growth probably happens organically, but is there anything specific that you're doing to expand your customer base or your audience right now? Well, podcasting is big, my busy, biggest expansion tool since it came out in 2004. You know, there was a point I was spending, I would guess, $10,000 a month on Google AdWords. Oh, wow. And it didn't take a long time for uh, me to quit spending any money on Google AdWords. When I replaced Google AdWords with my own media, having commercials and my media I produced, you know, I put $10,000 a month right in my bottom line, you know, right off the bat because I haven't used any advertising at all. And probably since 2006, I haven't spent any money that I can think of. If I have, it's been $1,000 in the last 10 years. So I find that uh, by doing social media, making content, I actually put commercials in my content, but they're always for me, for my stores. Um, so it's kind of like a wagon wheel effect is what I call it, wagon wheel marketing. My store is in the middle, my brick and mortar store, my website. And then outside running around the wagon wheel, the outside rim, 
or my books, my podcast, my magazine, all these things I do, and they all have ads pointing to the center, pointing in the wagon wheel to the hub where my stores are. So now all my books, for instance, I have links in the books to my websites. You know, I mean, I have one whole page of links. I have ads in there. My magazines have ads in there. Everything I do has ads in there. My apps have ads in there and links to stuff. You know, one of my apps is just a store where you can see me review softball products and go to the link and buy it. I mean, so most everything I do, it sounds like I do a lot, but they all really <laughs> cater to one one basic type thing. Gary, let's switch gears a little bit here. Why is it so important to have a coach or a mentor? I don't know. I never did, so I can't say. That's a hard one for me. I've never been a member of a mastermind group. I've never had a mentor. I've never had a coach. I just figured everything out. Sometimes I was successful. Sometimes I wasn't. You know, I used to, when I was younger and I first opened my wallpaper store, like I said, it's the largest wallpaper store in Texas now. I used to go by other wallpaper stores and look in the window and see what they were doing. And I kind of decided I didn't want to do that anymore because if they were screwing up, I didn't want to copy them. If I went out of business and screwed up, I wanted it to be for my own purposes. And they're all out of business now, so I guess I made the right move. Um, all the ones I was looking at, but I've never been in that situation. So I'm the wrong, wrong person to ask. I've never been in a mastermind group or I've never really had a mentor. I've just kind of figured it out. It'd probably been a lot easier if I did. So I, I guess it would be good to have been in one. Someone could have saved me from making failures. I had one time I had $380,000 embezzled from me. So probably if I had been in a group, maybe someone else had had something embezzled from them would have warned me, you know, what to look out for. Gary, we're at the point in our show where we ask a few questions just to learn more about your personal interests. Are you ready? Yeah, play them on me. Sure. What type of cell phone do you use? Uh, iPhone. iPhone 6S Plus or 6 Plus. What type of car do you drive? A Hummer H3. And my wife has a, a Mercedes E350, I think. So weekends, I drive the E350 and to work, I drive my Hummer. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? Europe, Italy. I've heard that quite a few times, actually. Do you have a favorite food? Mm, Mexican. <laughs> I love Mexican food. I could eat that every meal. And currently, are you reading a specific book? No, I, I listen to more podcasts than I read books. So I really don't do much reading, I would say. Good segue into the next question. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast right now? Yeah, right now I'm listening to, I like uh, Today and iOS with Rob Walsh, uh, This Week in Tech with uh, Leo Laporte, and uh, I like School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Now, this is my favorite question. Gary, do you love to win or do you hate to lose and why? Mm, I don't have a problem with losing, but I love to win. I don't, I've, I've lost a lot, so I don't have a problem with that. Like I said, I've, I've probably failed at more things I've done than I've succeeded. Um, if you really think about it, you said how much stuff I had going on. I've, I've probably done 10 times that amount of stuff in my 40 years of working or 50 years of working, you know, so I've probably done 10 times that much stuff and it failed. So I, I think that's the problem. A lot of people have, they're scared to fail. So they think that means bad things, but you know, by failing, you learn the stuff to do better next time. And not every idea is a winner. Yeah. You know, this podcast repairman may not work. It's brand new. Yeah. You know, I may decide it's got to hit certain numbers to be worth doing. I may decide, ah, this isn't worth doing anymore. And if it doesn't, you know, I haven't spent a ton of time developing it. You know, the thing about the internet is it doesn't take a lot to develop a website. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I can work three or four days and have a kick-ass website go and selling something. You know, so it doesn't take a lot to get things going. But, yeah, I like winning. 
Gary, what is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about succeeding as an entrepreneur? Get ready to put the time in, as I said earlier. To be successful, to be a winner, to make it to the top, you got to put the time in. A lot of people aren't worried about putting the time in. I hear a lot of people say statements like, that's not worth my time to mess with that. Have you ever heard someone say that? I've heard that a few times, absolutely. (laughs) It's not worth my time to mess with that. I tell you, people have got so much time that they're giving away doing nothing. I see people, I could see someone saying that sitting on the couch watching TV. Well, it's three hours. They just giving that time away. <laughs> so why not when you're sitting on the couch watching TV, put the laptop on your lap and start doing that stuff that you do, is not worth your time. Just figure something out, right? Yeah, all those little pennies add up to dollars. You know, I have some websites that make a ton of dough and some that only make four or $5,000 a year. But you put them all together, it's a ton and ton of dough. Gary, besides pretty much taking over the world, what does the future look like for you? Well, this uh, July, I go into the Podcast Hall of Fame all right. in Chicago. This will be the second year of inductees. So that that's kind of neat. Um, yeah, I got my first grandkid and my second one on the way. You know, I'm kind of hoping since nobody in my family, none of my kids turned out to be tech guys i'm kind of hoping that uh, one of these two grandkids will enjoy tech and i can uh, pass on to them help them build a website and teach them uh skills gary if people want to learn more how can they find you just go to lelands.org connect with gary at lelands.org now also if you go to gary's new website podcastrepairman.com mention bidzy you will save the $295 setup fee. Again, mention our podcast, Bidzy Small Business Society, and Gary will waive the $295 setup fee. We thank you so much, Gary, for joining us on our show. You take care, okay? Hey, thanks for having me anytime. I enjoyed it. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.